This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com. Welcome to All the Social Ladies with CEO of Likeable Media, Carrie Kerpin. Now, Carrie Kerpin. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of All the Social Ladies. I'm CEO of Likeable Media, Carrie Kerpin, and your host. I am introducing you today to Rosina Rubin, who's an incredible entrepreneur and actually used social media to sell many famous works from her aunt, who is a famous painter, Anna Walinska. You'll hear the story of how she came to acquire this art and all of the incredible history behind Anna's life and how she brought that to life using social media and how it ended up not only uh, giving incredible context to Anna's journey and her paintings, but also helped sell some art. Take a listen. Welcome, Rosina, to the show. Glad to be here. I'm so happy to have you. And uh, you just have a really great story of uh, entrepreneurial spirit. And I would love for you to share with our our listeners today um, kind of the story arc of your career and how you got to where you are today. Sure. Well, I, like many entrepreneurs, I think, didn't know that I was embarking on the starting of a business. I had an early career. I worked six and a half years in corporate communications at NBC, and then I went on for a while to be a freelance writer and photographer. And then I met my husband, who was running a fledgling chauffeur transportation service in New York City. And he had a partner, and that wasn't working out so well. So when he asked me to marry him, I said I would marry him if he divorced his partner. And nice. He said that, so um, he said that he would do that and asked me if I would come to help him get organized for a few months. And I agreed to do that in February of 1990. So here we are. And for a while... As, as the business was growing and we were hiring people, I thought every time we made a key hire that I was on my way to unemployment and eventually realized that we were really successfully growing the business and that I wasn't going to be leaving anytime soon. So we have 75 employees now and essentially the business has been through what I would call multiple startups for um, various reasons, like September 11th, uh, the economic crisis of 2008, which actually started for us in 2007 when the Writers Guild went out on strike, Mm. and um, most recently, a couple of years ago, when we had to leave our longtime home in Manhattan because the building was being demolished to make way for a condominium, and we moved out to Long Island City. So it's been quite an adventure and a great learning experience. 
And so when you when you were doing that, let me just ask you before we hop into the next stage, um, did you find that you stayed with the business because you wanted to or because you had to? Was it something that you ended up enjoying doing, working with your husband and, and building the business together? It was a combination of things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it was sometimes it was necessity, uh, especially um, in the beginning or at times when money was tight because there's yep. nobody else to do something. And yep. You know, I had a lot of diverse skills from the things that I had done before. Uh, sometimes the business is a lot of fun. Sometimes it's great to work with one spouse. Sometimes it's not so great because when there are difficulties in the business, they often come home with you. Yes. And, you know, if things aren't going so well and, um, you know, under normal circumstances where one might complain against, you know, somebody's boss or coworker, your spouse might think that you're complaining about them, even if you're really just blowing off steam. So it can be challenging, but it, but it can also be um, very satisfying to work together and accomplish something together. Incredible. And so you worked on this and now you also had developed something new. So I fell into another business because 18 years ago, my aunt who was a painter um, and had painted about 2000 works on canvas and paper over the course of her lifetime, Mm. passed away and, um, there was her life's work in her apartment on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, um, basically in, in metal racks and, and flat files under the dining room table and in a makeshift studio that she had. And um, I was one of the executors of the estate, so the first thing that had to happen was, you know, we had to go in there and sort of organize and count everything. And the appraiser came in and took one look around at everything that was there and said, okay, you count this. Um, so I did. And and it was a large number of, of works. And um, it was an apartment that um, my aunt did not own, even though it had gone co-op during the many years that she had lived there. And she actually at one point had almost bought the apartment and... Um, she had had two paintings that were given to her by Arshil Gorky in the 1930s when she was an art dealer and had a gallery on 57th Street. He had given her two paintings, including one that was a portrait of her. And when her apartment was on the verge of going co-op, she thought she'd have to raise cash to buy the apartment, so she sold the two Gorkys. And then... New York City passed non-eviction plan for senior citizens in co-ops, and so she didn't have to move, so she didn't buy the apartment. So there I was in the middle of this rent-stabilized apartment that she didn't buy, um, but that didn't have the two Gorkies, but had all this other amazing art. Um, But I didn't know what to do with, so I put it into a storage facility. Okay. um, Where I've you know, now had it for 18 years and have moved around from storage room to storage room within the facility. And um, we recently found out that that building has also been sold. Wow. Um, I'm I'm now in the process of 
um, moving that collection out to a lovely new warehouse in Long Island City, where it will once again be 10 minutes away from my office. So, um, you know, there's been a lot of ups and downs in the art market over the 18 years that I've been involved in this. I've worked with a number of dealers. I've had a number of exhibitions. I actually um, took the work out of the country for the first time and did an exhibition a number of years ago in the Czech Republic of her work, which is the first time that it was ever shown in Eastern Europe. Wow. And, um, and in about, I'd say, the last three years, it's become an actual business for me where I'm actively seeking galleries to work with and exhibition opportunities and starting to sell it on a somewhat regular basis, um, enough so that it's breaking even and possibly even soon going to turn a profit. Wow. Exciting to me. That's really exciting, Rosina. And so when you you mentioned to me uh, when we were talking earlier about how social media has played an interesting place um, in the art world and in specifically this business that you're working on, can you talk to me a little bit about that? Sure. So one of the things that I have done with the art was um, my aunt, Anna Walenska, was always very much ahead of her time in the way that she used various mediums. Um, for instance, in 1959, when spray paint in the can emerged on the scene, she went out and got spray paint in the can and started making these fabulous, um, large, abstract pieces with spray paint. Wow. So, um, so I started thinking to myself that if, if she were still around now, she would probably have somehow ventured into the computer world in some way. So in 1954-55, she took a trip around the world by herself. And during that time, um, one of the highlights was that she spent four months in Burma. Okay. And she kept a diary of the entire trip. And the diary... Um, made its way to the Smithsonian Archives of American Art, where they have made a a real effort to preserve uh, writings by artists, particularly diaries, um, particularly works by women. And so I had been able, through somebody that I knew a number of years ago, to um, have the diary sent to their, there's a small office that the archives have here in New York City. They sent the diary up so that I was able to go over and transcribe it. And, you know, as I was typing along as fast as I possibly could to get it done as fast as I possibly could, you know, I realized that there was a lot of interesting uh, stuff in there. But, you know, it sort of goes, you know, right through your head and you don't have time to sit there and look up who everybody is in, in the story and So I realized that I was coming upon the 60th anniversary of this trip around the world in the fall of 2014. Okay. And I thought if if my aunt was still around, 
you know, rather than having sent postcards and letters, which she did quite frequently when she was traveling, that she might have posted on Facebook or sent tweets. She totally would have. So what I did was I started um, going back through the diary on a day-by-day basis. And first I started by sending out tweets of little excerpts of, you know, where she was and what she wrote in the diary. And then I was attaching images of drawings or paintings that she did that were inspired by the places that she had been. Or um, she, I had the, the actual passport that she kept from that trip around the world. And wow. you know, back in those days, the passport stamps were just really beautiful. And so wow. you know, I, tweeted, I tweeted things like that. And then I realized that I had sort of started backwards by saying, I'm doing these electronic postcards with Twitter, you know, because there was so much that I couldn't do in just a short tweet. Yeah. So I created I created a Facebook page. So um, the, the creation of the Facebook page, you know, has something that is something that's really you know outlived the whole commemoration of the trip around the world. And so I and I started posting a lot of images and a lot of stories about what she was doing. And then I started hearing from people who were interested in coming to see the art. And some of them were people that I had never met, and some of them were people that I knew that I hadn't seen for a decade. And people started coming into the warehouse to see and buy the art. So um, I'm a tremendous proponent of, um, you know, of really putting it out there, especially, you know, in an enterprise where there are visuals, because I just heard so much from so many people about how they've enjoyed, um, you know, looking at the work and, and hearing the stories and, um, you know, there are stories that go even further back because she went to Paris in the 20s and lived there. And so there are all these different periods of her work now that are up in Facebook. And as I have time, I add more and more of this. And, um, you know, it essentially replaced my website for a while. Although wow. I'm now engaged in the process of, of having my website redone. Um, but for a while, it just became the place where I worked. I worked on, you know, what is it that I want to put out there for people to see? Well, it sounds like you started as a way to create kind of digital communications and digitally relive some of the stuff. And it ended up being a way to help drive interest in the paintings. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. And it's been another thing that's been really wonderful is that the the story has connected me to a lot of younger women. And mm. my my aunt um, you know, always liked she talked all the time about how she loved to be with young people. Now, you know, at the later part of her life, young people with anybody who wasn't on social security yet. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but she was very much um, welcoming to, you know, whether it was whether it was young students, you know, who were studying art or just, you know, just 
young people who are out there looking at the world and interested in what she has to share with them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, now I feel like as I'm getting older and I'm sharing the story and her experiences, um, that I'm really enjoying having those connections as well. And of course, you know, doing it via social media um, is a wonderful way to connect with younger people. And, um, you know, I find that I'm occasionally learning some things from That's these that I connect with, like, you know, my 10-minute Instagram lesson or something like that. So, I love it. I love it. And so if people want to follow the stories and the retelling um, of your aunt, where would they go on Facebook and Twitter? Where, where did you set up these properties and where could they come see? So Facebook is really easy. It's just facebook.com backslash Walenska, which is W-A-L-I-N-S-K-A. And on Twitter, it's Walenska Art. And on Instagram, it's also Walenska Art. But I'm still dealing with the challenges of working with Instagram because all of the images that I have are loaded into my desktop computer. Mm. So I have to, you know, if if I want to post something, I have to take it from my desktop computer and put it into my phone or my iPad so that I can actually get it up on Instagram. So that's going a little bit more slowly. Okay, Uh, but it's coming along. But it's it's moving. That's amazing. Amazing. And so, Rosina, if people want to connect with you around the art, do you recommend that they go to the Facebook page? Is that the best place? I think that would be the best place, yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I loved hearing a different perspective about how you can take something with such history um, that was created well before the dawn of social media and then use social media to bring that story to life. It's pretty incredible. Well, thank you. You've been listening to All the Social Ladies with Carrie Kerfin, CEO of Likeable Media. You can follow Carrie on Twitter, at Carrie Kerfin. To get current social media insights and great tips, sign up for Carrie's weekly newsletter by emailing newsletter at likeable.com. This podcast is brought to you by Likeable Media. Likeable Media produces and distributes content across the social web for mid to large size brands. Visit them at likeable.com.